Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to Haunted Tales, your weekly dose of horror. We've got everything from ghosts, cryptids, and curses to deals with the devil, giant insects, and more. Sit back and enjoy this week's story after a little message from our friends. As Tara sat at a table, looking down on her lap, she truly wondered for the first time what had happened to the girl she had once been. Time was moving forward. She was growing up. But what the hell had possessed her to make a thing like that? The grey, human-shaped doll in her lap, hidden by the table from her mother's eyes, stared up at her blankly, its expression a never-ending frown. Somehow, she had no recollection of ever making it, but the kind of stitches used were definitely the same ones she had made when she was around eight. Mistakes and all. This thing had to be one of her projects when her mother had first shown her how to sew and knit. Yet, somehow, she had a terrible feeling while touching it, looking at it. Mom, do you remember the stuff that I made as a child? She mumbled, unsure how to even bring it up, and could see her mother shooting her a short glance before redirecting her attention back toward the smartphone lying on the table next to her coffee. Yes, honey, you were very talented. Great, she thought. A non-committal answer if there ever was one. Her mom wasn't listening to her, not really. You remember a grey doll? She could see her mother's pupils racing left to right while she read something on the screen. No, honey, sorry. The answer came in the exact same tone as before. Shit, yeah, it was useless asking her. Tara picked up the cup in front of her, drank the last bit of coffee in one big gulp, before putting the small, grey, humanoid doll into one of her pockets and standing up. If she wanted to know more about it, she would have to find it out herself. Thanks, Mom. I love you, she said, her mind already focusing on her next possible steps, while her mother simply nodded, not raising her gaze again from the screen in front of her. She was on her own again. Mom would go to work soon and only be back late at night, while Tara would be left her own devices. It wasn't too bad. At least she would have time to solve this mystery doll she had found. No, Tara corrected herself in her mind. Not found. This thing had come to her, appeared right in her wardrobe last night, as if someone had planted it. But that was impossible. Mom hadn't reacted to her question, not at all. And she herself wouldn't have forgotten putting it there, right? Maybe it had fallen out of one of the boxes that held her old projects. 
stuff she hadn't even remembered in years. Slowly, Tara turned away from the table, still deep in her thoughts, when she went back to her room. Looking through those boxes might give her a clue, maybe even jog her memory. She tried to motivate herself, while a tiny voice inside her mind already warned her not to invest too much time into it. She had better things to do, school projects to work on, yet this mystery was somewhat a perfect opportunity for her mind to keep procrastinating. Tara reached her room, opened the door and felt a cool breeze on her face. It was getting warmer and warmer outside, but somehow the air inside here seemed to cool down. A bad omen, she thought jokingly, as she closed the door behind her and walked over to the wardrobe where she had found the strange doll last night. Three boxes were sitting there, high up and normally out of reach and mind, but today she wanted to see what exactly she had forgotten in there all those years. Putting the ugly grey puppet on her desk, Tara took a breath before walking back over, taking a look at the boxes. Seeing them, looking at them up close, seemed to stir some memories inside her. How long had it been since they had last been opened? One by one, she pulled them down and sat them on her rug. A slightly dusty smell emanated from them. She knew it well. Kind of like in the attic. Every year when mom got the holiday decorations, this exact smell filled the living room. Tara opened the first box and could see paper crafts and a small booklet inside. She had dabbled in origami when she was younger, had totally loved it, but one day her interest had simply vanished. There was a crane she had folded, the frog, and even some kind of three-legged monstrosity where she had stopped halfway through. No, this box was definitely the wrong one, she thought, made a mental note of it, closed it and pushed it to the side. Tara got back to her feet, pulled the second one down and felt a sudden chill in the air as the top of it came into view. She could see immediately that the lid had been moved. One side was raised, and as she lowered it down, she could see something she definitely hadn't expected. There were prints in the thin sheet of dust covering the lid. Fingerprints. Had she somehow pulled it down herself? She had no recollection of that. If she did... It would have had to be during some kind of fugue state. Maybe she was sleepwalking. Tara felt her chest tightening. Was she losing her mind? No. She didn't have any holes in her memory. At least as far as she could tell. Which seemed like a completely useless way to check. How should she know if she was losing her mind? if the only thing she could use to test it was her own mind. Mom wouldn't help her. She wasn't home much and definitely wouldn't know if she behaved strangely. 
calm down, Tara spoke the words aloud, trying to stop herself from following this train of thought. The box touched the rug, and she pulled her hands away, forcing herself to take a quick breath. It wouldn't do her any good to panic. Slowly, she extended her hand until it hovered above the lid, right where the fingerprints were. Shifting her body, she tried to get a good look from directly above, and felt first relief, then a strange chill as she took a closer look. The handprint wasn't hers. It was too big. Her fingertips couldn't reach the prints in the dust. Then, who did they belong to? She looked over at a small grey puppet and a new chill ran down her spine. What if it wasn't hers? Where did it come from? Tara was up and on her legs without opening the box as she raced out of her room. Somehow she felt like the atmosphere in there was suffocating. Only one person could be responsible, she knew listened for noises inside the house and could hear her mother just coming down the stairs. She was leaving, going to work. Tara still had a chance. Running toward the entrance, she caught up to her mother before she even reached the door and could see a strange and bewildered look on her face. Honey, what is it? Tara heard her ask, tried to come up with an excuse but couldn't think of anything to say apart from just wanted to say goodbye. Still hesitant, her mother waited as she stepped closer. She might think you're onto something, maybe drugs. Her mind warned her, but she pushed a thought away, grabbing her mom's hand while holding her gaze. We should do something together again. Maybe a movie night? She heard herself ask, had no interest in the words she was spewing out, and instead only concentrated on the feeling of her mom's hand in her own. As she extended her fingers, her fingertips touched the nails on her mother's hand, and a chill shot up her arm. Shit. Her mother had tiny hands, smaller than even hers. There was no way she had taken down the box in the bedroom. Tara felt her mother pulling her hand away, giving her a kiss on the forehead while smiling warmly. I'd love that, she heard her say, and only half-heartedly managed to smile back. Then, who had been in her bedroom? Her mind raced. There was no one else who might go in there, especially without her permission. The sound of the door closing shut again ripped her from her thoughts, and Tara could feel a strange coldness now gripping her. Was this someone still inside the house? Waiting for her mom to leave to come out? She tried to concentrate on the noises surrounding her. The fridge was humming in the kitchen. A clock was ticking loudly. There was some kind of sound coming from the walls. The pipes. She could feel a slight vibration from the washing machine in the cellar below. 
No human noises, Tara thought, yet felt no relief. He could be hiding, waiting. She turned slowly, tried to walk as silently as possible back to her own room, while now concentrating completely on her surroundings. Had there been any other signs? Strange smells, noises or the like? Not that she could remember. If this person was still inside the house, she should call the police, Tara knew, but a shred of doubt held her back. Mama had always criticized her for her overactive imagination. Maybe calling the cops would get back to her. She had to check again, see if she hadn't simply been mistaken about the handprint. Tara rounded the corner and stopped suddenly. The door to her room stood open. Had she closed it behind her? No. Or... Somehow the whole house seemed strangely different. As if there was an evil presence lurking behind every corner. Calm down, she repeated, slowly sneaking forward. The noises still were the same. Fridge, pipes, washing machine. Yet they sounded different somehow. Her bed came into view, and following her instinct, Tara bent down to look under it from outside of her room. She'd have enough time to run away if she saw someone under there. Slowly, the space beneath her bed came into view. Dark shadows, half covered by her blanket which she had thrown off herself without thinking an hour ago. But no movement, no new noise, only the strange feeling of being watched. She stood back up, dared to take another step, and felt a threshold beneath her feet. The air inside was somehow colder than the rest of the house. It had already been cold when she had last entered the room, and yet, even with the door open, there was a definite difference in temperature. Walking on, always ready to turn and run at the first sight of trouble, she entered her bedroom, keeping a lookout for any kind of sign that someone was here. Nothing happened. She could hear her own breathing, felt the cold chill in her chest, but there was no other kind of movement or noise. Her right foot reached a rug, and she could see that the box and small puppet still were in the exact same spots as before. Tara shook her head, chided herself for being paranoid, while taking another step and suddenly jumped as something sharp pierced the skin of her heel. Yelping, she hobbled back, immediately grabbed the sole of her foot and pulled out a thumbtack sticking deep inside her flesh. She could see the drop of blood following the sharp metal tip out from her foot shimmering in the air for a moment, before it started to fall, landed on the small grey doll, right between its badly done eyes. Still jumping around on one leg, she let the tack fall down, cursing the world, before holding onto the wall and taking a moment to think. 
Where the fuck had this thumbtack even come from? Her foot had been right next to the doll when it had pricked her, right? She was absolutely 100% certain that she hadn't left anything like that lying around. The feeling of this needle-like tip inside her skin didn't vanish. More droplets of blood were trickling out from her foot, running down her heel before dropping onto the floor. Tara cursed again, could feel her teeth grinding as she tried to keep herself from screaming in frustration. Everything seemed to be plotting against her. She had to close her eyes for a moment, think about what she should be doing to calm herself down. Check out the box again, she told herself. Then you can go and put some kind of band-aid on your foot. Tara hobbled forward again, made sure to keep an eye out for the tack before sinking down on her knees right between the box and the puppet. There it was. The red glimmering tip of the thumbtack, she thought, picked it up and felt a sudden rush of anger. Not at anything in particular, but the world at large. Why was it that everything bad seemed to happen to her all the time? Dad had left, mom was absent. School was either mind-numbingly boring or pure hell. She hated her teachers, hated her classmates, hated these damned suburbs and this house. With the bars mom had installed at her windows, it all seemed like a prison to her now. If she could, she would simply run away, Tara told herself, gripping the tack between her thumb and forefinger while her eyes fell upon the small doll. But she couldn't just up and disappear. Not now. Even her own room seemed like it had something against her. With a growl, she picked up the grey puppet, held it by its foot and rammed the tack inside its heel, just like it had happened to her. The light above her flickered. A low moan went through the house, and from one moment to the next, all the anger inside of Tara disappeared as it was replaced by fear. This sound definitely wasn't coming from the washing machine downstairs or the pipes in the wall. It sounded human. Tara jumped to her feet, ignored the stinging in her heel while the doll dropped from her hand and ran toward the entrance of her room. The door flew shut with a deafening bang before she could reach it and Tara screamed in shock, she needed to get out of here. But the door was closed and the windows were barred. Whirling around, she ran for her desk, could see the phone lying there and knew that now the police might be her only option. She grabbed hold of it, tried to ignore the flickering light above and the strange moaning still coming from the walls while she dialed the three numbers. It was ringing. Once... Then twice. Just give me a few seconds, she prayed, listened for any other traitorous noise coming from inside the house, but could hear nothing except for the strange moaning. The static in the phone line got louder. One more ring. 
Suddenly it stopped and Tara felt hope for a moment. But instead of a voice telling her that she had reached the emergency line, all she could hear was silence and her own heartbeat. The line was empty. Hello? Tara whispered, hoped that the person on the other end had simply forgotten to say something. No answer, but slight static that seemed to shift slowly. Is someone there? She asked, a bit louder, and suddenly the moaning around her stopped. Tara, a voice whispered, and the phone dropped from her grasp as she immediately jumped back with a scream. She could still see that the call was going on. Time was counting up on the screen of her phone, now lying on the floor, as a soft chuckle filled the air around her. Something was in this house with her. She wasn't alone. That was all she could concentrate on right now, and yet her mind seemed to draw a blank when she tried to think about a way to escape. That's not human, a voice inside her head screamed at her every time she tried to even move a muscle. But she couldn't simply stay here. The chuckling continued, but some kind of instinct told her to get out immediately. It might change soon. Tara cursed, forced herself to bend down and pick up her phone. If the emergency number didn't work, she had to call someone else. Mom. There still was static coming out of her speakers, mixed with a strange chuckling voice that seemed to reverberate throughout the whole house. Her thumb pressed a red button, stopped the call, and suddenly the other noise vanished too. Silence returned to the room. But Tara couldn't shake her anxiety. She had to call mom, tell her to come back, she knew. Yet her thumb hovered over the screen. What if this voice repeated itself? If the call didn't connect again and she found out that she was completely trapped in here with this thing? She looked back at the door and her gaze fell upon the small grey doll lying on the floor. Its face had changed. The drop of blood she had spilled had settled in the fabric, but not between the eyes where it had landed. This ugly little grey doll was now grinning widely with a blood-red mouth. Something was moving around in it. She could see the fabric straining at certain points before relaxing again. It looked like an invisible hand was kneading it, and suddenly, Tara realized what exactly made her so uneasy. The soft chuckling was filling the room again, seemingly coming from the walls. But now, as she stared directly at it, the sound originated right above the doll, where the thumbtack she had pushed in was slowly coming out of its leg. As long as it was occupied, she might get a call through. Tara ran, picked up the phone and with it in hand whirled around before starting to sprint for the door. She didn't want to be in the same room as this cursed doll, raced toward the entrance for simultaneously dialing her mom's number. Ringing filled her ear, coming out of the speaker just as she jumped over the strangely moving doll. One of those two things had to work. 
It couldn't stop both the call and hold the door at the same time, right? She could hear the second ringing sound, prayed in her mind for her mom to just pick up the phone while her empty hand grabbed the door's handle. The chuckling stopped. Tara pulled with all her might, heard the clicking inside the wood at the same time as the phone rang again, and felt a sudden resistance as the door started to move. The gap between it and the frame was maybe half an inch wide, as it suddenly stopped completely. There was still static and ringing coming from the speaker of her phone. Please go through, she prayed again, propped her foot against the wall next to the door to increase her strength. The gap got wider, another inch. She could feel the resistance lessening. Yeah, just a bit more. Suddenly the ringing stopped and at exactly the same moment the door slammed shut with a loud bang, pulling her with it. Tara heard laughter coming from the phone, tried to make sense of it. As without warning, the door got pushed open, its edge flying toward her, hitting her hard right in the face. She stumbled backward, could taste blood in her mouth, while the ear-splitting thwack still took away her hearing and the phone slipped from her grasp. Dazed, she could feel herself losing her balance, falling, and could see through a blur of tears how the door slammed shut again. Braying laughter followed her down, sounding distorted and even more cruel, while her hands shot up to her face. Blood was running down her chin, gushing from her nose that somehow had lost all feeling. Tara knew she was in shock, felt ice cold but no pain. It would come soon. Her fingertips touched a broken nose, felt the wetness of blood all around, while the maniacal laughter still shook her to her core. Her instincts were screaming at her, howling through the noise and static. This thing, whatever it was, was playing with her. She needed to get out of here, to escape. But the door was shut, the phone useless. She turned herself around on the floor, tried to find some way out, but the only thing she could make out through the blur of tears swimming in her eyes was the ugly grey doll lying just in arm's reach. It seemed to be laughing too, shaking on the floor, cackling elatedly. Tara felt anger welling up inside of her chest. This fucking thing was the cause, it seemed to say to her. And as she had stabbed it, the one that was torturing her now had moaned painfully. Slowly she crawled across the floor, toward the puppet, and even though her instinct screamed at her to leave it be, all she could think about was sharing her pain with this thing. Tara grabbed hold of it, could feel an unnatural warmth emanating from the fabric of its body as she pulled it closer finding the thumbtack now loosely hanging from its leg. You want this, right? She hissed at it, pulled the tack free, and suddenly the laughter stopped. The cheap plastic thumbtack felt like a sword in her mind. She didn't have to see to know where she would stab it, didn't even have to think about it. Her hand raised, she felt a strange kind of tension filling the air.
as if it was afraid, she told herself, ignoring the crying instinct in her head to not do it. Take it, Tara howled, stepped down and felt the pin entering the soft fabric right where its shoulder should be. A howling, miserable sound echoed around her, seemed to come from far above. She pulled the tag out immediately, raised her hand before bringing it down once more. The other leg. One more cry emanated from somewhere around her. Again and again she stabbed it, heard the voice cry out every time the needle pierced this thing. While through the tears in her eyes, it looked like the grinning mouth slowly dropped and changed into a frown. She stabbed its head and the following scream was loud enough to make the window panes shake. Tara stopped for a moment, could feel this cry deep within her own bones. The pain and suffering flowing out from this thing was immeasurable. Good, she hissed, pulled the needle free once more and still heard the voice sobbing. Grabbing the thumbtack lightly, she brought it back down again. It would be the last time, she knew. The crying reverberated from the walls, but as the tip of the pin pierced the fabric where the doll's heart would be, all the noises surrounding her stopped instantly. Within the silence, Tara could feel her mind finally calming down, dropped the puppet on the floor before scooting back away from it. This thing was gone. She had killed it, she knew. A quiet noise suddenly reached her ear, ringing of a phone. She whirled around, could see the glowing screen through her tears and wiped her face. It was ringing, trying to connect a call. Was it still calling mom? The throbbing pain started right beneath her eyes as she turned and crawled over to the phone. It rang once more, then suddenly stopped as a voice came out of her speakers. Tara? What is it, honey? She heard her mother ask, felt relief and quickly shot forward to pick up the phone. Mom? It was the only word she could form at the moment, feeling the fear and pain she had kept back suddenly gushing out, clouding her mind. Is everything all right, honey? Her mother's voice still came from the speakers, and she nodded, could feel herself whimpering softly against her own will. <laughs> Please, Mom, come home. There's something. Her mother shushed her suddenly, angrily, and Tara could feel her throat closing up. I can't come home, honey. You've woken him up. You are a bad, bad girl, Tara. She stammered, pulled the phone from her ear and looked at the screen. Mom stood there. The call was on her phone. Now, child, he is coming for you. She heard the voice speak, sounding strangely mean, before a new noise suddenly reached her and made her blood run cold. Up above her room, it sounded like something was moving. 
someone was moving. Large and heavy, with footsteps that seemed to reverberate through her room's ceiling. The light above her flickered in the rhythm of her steps. Bad children need to be punished. She heard her mother's voice, shrill and distorted, coming from the phone, before it started cackling, and she flung the small device across the room. The laughter stayed with her, right next to her ear. No, that wasn't mom, she told herself, jumped to her feet. She needed to get out of here, now. The footsteps were coming closer. But they were still upstairs. She could get out through the front door. Tara grabbed hold of the handle of her room's entrance, feared for a moment that it would just be like before, but yanked it anyway. The door opened. She was free. Not looking back any longer, ignoring the laughter coming from behind her, she jumped out, raced down the hall where the entrance would be. But suddenly her feet stopped on their own. Right in front of her, she could see the stairs coming down from the first floor. Through the tears that had begun filling her eyes again, it looked like a shadow. Large, but moving. Its foot touched the next step below. Halfway down the stairs, and the sound it made at the pictures hanging their dance. He was coming. Whoever she had woken up, her own feet wouldn't move. He would catch up to her before she could reach the door. Tara took a step back, screaming in her head to run forward anyway, but her body seemed too scared to move as she demanded. He was coming. The laughter reached her again, shrill and mean. Her feet took another step back just as the giant shadow on the stairs made one more down, and his footsteps resounded throughout the whole house. With her vision still blurry, the throbbing pain in her face nearly driving her mad, Tara had to finally choose, run toward him or hide in her room. The decision was an easy one. Her body turned around before she could even take another breath, and she ran toward her own room, while the shadow descended the stairs further. Its footsteps were loud enough to shake the whole house, but Tara's mind now went fully blank. Panicked, she jumped into her room, threw the door shut and pressed her back against it. The footsteps were coming closer and closer. It was heading straight for her. He was coming. Her heart was racing. The footsteps... They were so loud. Oh, God, Tara hissed, could feel the throbbing pain now hitting every time the steps shook the whole floor. She could feel herself getting lightheaded. There was the doll, still lying on the floor right next to the rug. Its face was visible, perfectly clear through the curtain of tears diminishing her sight. It was laughing again. Sounded like her mother. Tara heard the next step, right outside her door. The wood was vibrating in her back. There was no way out now.
he was coming. The tiny doll was laughing, its grin made of her blood. Help me! She screamed at the top of her lungs as the door behind her broke, and a giant hand grabbed hold of her neck. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this week's story. If you did, please consider supporting us on buymeacoffee.com slash hauntedtalespod. If you have anything to share with us, be it comments, story ideas you would like to hear, or just cute pictures of your pet, you can find all of our social media links in the episode descriptions. Until next time.